On today's episode, we have three clevers and a king. Poison. I'm Jillian Patterson. I'm Marina Lopez. We didn't just spend 10 minutes. Sorry, did I say we? I didn't just spend 10 <laughs> minutes talking about the royal wedding. Well, like 20, right? I don't know what. I don't know what time it is. Probably right like, he's, he's like, it was 11 seconds. And I don't know why Brandon has a. British 11 accent. seconds. <laughs> 11 seconds. And <laughs> it's half five now. <laughs> um. Okay, this is the show where the antidote is the anecdote. Yes. I don't know. This is the first time I've initiated that. That was that was the thing. I forgot that that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> we came up with so do we still have that piece of paper of things that I said that we should say at the end of the episode? Do you remember uh, that? I do. It's from our first meeting about this. Am I looking this up right now? Yeah. Oh. Let's let, do it at the beginning of the episode. Well, prepare to be let down even more because... You uh, don't have the paper! I don't have the paper. It was like, okay, you guys, it was like a whole page and a half of just oh. random things that Marina was saying. And I was just like, I we're was, not going to use that. I wasn't just saying them. I was drunk and saying them. Exactly why I did not put them in the official you notes. You should have. No. They would have been so good. I have them back. still. They're just at home. Next episode. Next, next episode. Next episode. <coughs> I'm dying. So, anyways, we're here to actually tell stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Marina, do I go first this week? Yes. Oh shit. You do. Unless you want me to go first. I mean, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. I think I can go first this week. Okay. I believe in you. I didn't do all my process like I usually do. I didn't type it out. I didn't summarize it because basically the story I told. So something fun that Jillian and I actually found out that we both did. We both did two stories Mm -hmm. because they were both shorter. Let's let's name the stories that we're doing. Okay. I'm doing Mm. in in the wake of sweet, sweet, stupid Hans (laughs) of last week. Uh Uh-huh. I decided to go with clever Hans Mm -hmm. and clever Elsie. Okay. And in a twist of fate, it's so weird how this just freaking happened. Um, I'm doing two, like Marina said, um, Clever Gretel and King Thrushbeard, which is funny because you just opened up your book to King Thrushbeard. Uh, (laughs) The fates are telling us things. Um, But yeah, really weird. They have a lot of clever people in their stories, the Brothers Grimm. So anyways, Marina's going first. Oh, that's arguable. I know. They're not actually... They use the word clever very loosely. Okay. I agree with that more than the statement that I said. I'm sure... Like... uh... They... (laughs) Let's... Okay. We'll talk about all the clever people they talk about, and then we'll we'll determine whether all these people are clever or just... I just think that they probably would think that I'm clever. I think they think anyone that didn't just... I'm going to say the words, just be pious and good, were clever. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Anyways, so Marina, tell us more about Clever Hans and Clever... What's her name? Elsie. They're two different stories. Okay. Um, Clever Hans. Let me turn to that page. That's how I'm doing this one. By the way, side note, I always feel... Okay. I feel like I'm really prepared because I write extensive notes, but I don't use my computer and I don't bring the book, so I literally just come here and I feel like I'm making it, but I'm not. Because I know you have your book, Brandon has his computer, and I'm sitting here just, like, with two pieces of paper. I I, I have my book, and I still feel like I'm winging it. Every time I feel like I'm winging it, I never feel confident in what I'm doing. The lesson here, kids, is that no one is as prepared as they Inse- seem to be. <laughs> Confidence is fleeting. Insecurity is forever. Oh just kidding. You're not wrong. Okay, so no. continue. <laughs> Um, anyways, so what is the deal with Clever Hans? Mm-hmm. Um, so I read this story. I actually read this story when I was on the train down to Redwood City to pick up my car. And, and I, as I read it, I literally guffawed 
out loud and i would like looked around i was like oh my god did anybody like just see me freak out yes at what is happening in the story mm-hmm. so um it's basically written like a script and it's that same shit of repetition mm-hmm. basically it starts off like hans's mother says yo where are you going hans and hans is like to gretel mm-hmm. or grethel but it's gretel weird is yep. yours how's yours spelled g-r-e-t-a-l e-t-e-l is e- mine Oh, maybe it is Gretel. But no, I know I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Gretel. Just like that's like, yeah. Gretel. Because there's Gretel some weird now. translation. That's another thing is that I feel like the translation at the end of the story mm-hmm. is inaccurate because I looked it up other places because I was like, what does this actually mean? Mm-hmm. And I found out that the text is different. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, anyways, so mother uh Hans's mother's like, Where are you going, Hans? And he's like, To Gretel's. And she's like, Okay, behave, Hans. And he's like, Oh, I will. Bye, Mom. Bye, Hans. And he goes to Gretel's house, and she's, he's like, good day, Gretel. And she's like, oh, my gosh, good day, Hans. What do you what have you got for me? And he's like, I don't really have anything. I want to have something given to me. Uh. And she's like, uh, okay, so she gives him a needle. He's like, goodbye, Gretel. Goodbye, Hans. So then he takes the, the needle, and then he puts it into um, a hay cart. And he follows the hay cart home. Yeah. And so then he comes home and he's like, hey, mom. Hey, Hans. Where have you been? And he's like, at Gretel's. Um, hey, what did you bring to her? Oh, I, I didn't bring her anything. Um, but I got something from her. Uh, <laughs> what did Gretel give you? She gave me a needle. Well, where's the needle? Oh I stuck God. it in the hay cart. Oh, that was stupid, Hans. Yes, Hans. She doesn't say stupid. She's like, that was ill done. You dumb. But yeah, that was stupid, Hans. You dumb, son. Sorry. You should have. She's like, <laughs> you should have stuck the needle in your sleeve. He's like, oh, you know, next time. Next time I'll do better. Yeah. What are you planning, Hans? <laughs> she's like, and then he's like, okay, I'll do better next time. She's like, where are you going, Hans? And he's like, going to Gretel's. Who's is Gretel? His girlfriend. <laughs> Is he trying to woo her? They're not related. Basically. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Keep reading. So. Where are you going, Hans? Uh, to Gretel's. Uh, well, behave, Hans. Oh, I'll behave. Bye, Mom. Bye, Hans. <laughs> Goes to Gretel's house. Oh, no. Hey, Gretel. <laughs> oh, hey, Hans. What did you bring me? Uh, I didn't bring anything. What have you got to give me? And she gives him a knife. Subliminal message. <laughs> um, bye, Gretel. Bye, Hans. Mm-hmm. He takes a knife and he sticks it in his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes home. And he's like, hey, Mom. Good evening. Good evening, Mom. Uh, good evening, Hans. What have you got? Um, where Or where have you been? Uh, I've been with Gretel. What did you take her? I didn't bring her anything. She gave me something. Uh, <laughs> what did she give you? Uh, she gave me a knife. Where's the knife, Hans? Uh, it's in my sleeve. That's stupid, Hans. You shouldn't put a knife in your sleeve. You should put it in your pocket. Duh. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, also, this is all, like, dialogue. This is this entire story is written in- basically how I am telling <laughs> oh you it. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. So, he's like, oh, you know what? Next time. Next mm. time I'm gonna do better. Mm-hmm. You, you see. You watch. Okay, Hans. Yeah. So, where are you going, Hans? Um, I'm gonna go see Gretel, Mom. This is a lot of, like, How back and forth he, in one day. I think... 12? I imagined them young, but apparently not. 16? I, okay, well, I continue. don't know! Continue. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so where are you going, Hans? The Gretels. Behave well. Oh, well, I'll behave. I don't know. Um, hey, Gretel. Hey, Hans. What did you bring me? Nothing. I hope you like nothing <laughs> what have you got for me <sighs> so she gives him a goat a young goat and uh bye gretel bye hans <laughs> takes the goat uh-huh. ties its legs and puts it in his pocket and it dies in his pocket it suffocates in his pocket hans goes home hey mom hey hans where you been with gretel what did you bring her uh, i didn't bring her anything uh, but she gave me something. What did she give you, Hans? She gave me a goat. Where's the goat, Hans? It's Hans. in my pocket. Oh, my God. That's stupid, Hans. You should have put a rope around... Oh, look, it's 
dead. Damn it. Oh, Hans. <laughs> now they so have dinner. gross. I gotta wash your pants. Mm-hmm. Pocket. So stretched out. Okay. It's a small goat. I feel like it's there's a, a lot we can say about small goat. <laughs> putting a goat in a pocket, but I'm just not going yeah. to for the sake of time. But she's like, you should put a rope around the goat's neck and just let it walk behind you. I was like, oh, oh damn, you're right. Oh, next time. Hans. Where are you going, Hans? <sighs> going Gretel's. How many times does he go to Gretel's? A lot. Is this the last time? No. Oh, my God. Okay. Going to Gretel's. Well, behave. Mom, you know I will behave. Okay, God. <clears throat> hey, Hans. Hey, Gretel. What do you got for me, Hans? Um, Nothing. Hans Sorry. sucks. Worst boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you got for me? She's like, bacon. Gives her, she gives him bacon. Mm-hmm. They say goodbye to each other. And he takes the bacon, he ties it to a rope, and drags it behind him. But the dogs, some dogs, some random dogs. Mm-hmm. Just all the dogs in the village. Yeah, basically, no, all the dogs in the world. Um, They all come and they div- eat this pa- <laughs> They eat the bacon. Mm-hmm. And when he gets home, he's just got the rope in hand and there's nothing hanging to it. And he's like, hey, mom. She's like, oh, oh hey, Hans. Uh, where have you been? With Gretel. What did you take her? I don't, I don't take her anything. She gave me something. Well, what did she give you? She gave me a little bit of bacon. Well, where's the bacon, Hans? I tied it to a rope, brought it home, but the dogs took it. That was so stupid, Hans. You shouldn't have... You should have just carried the bacon on your head. Duh. When does the clever yeah. part of clever Hans come in? I don't think his mom's very clever either. <laughs> okay. Does he seem capable of going out and, and, and functioning as a normal human being? No. no. I don't think so. He doesn't learn his lessons. Or he acts like he does, but he does it too late. Anyways. At the end, all of this has some sort of meaning and... I'm so mad. Just Anyways, right. continue. <laughs> Anyways, next time. He's like, next time I'm going to do it. I'm going to do better. She's like, okay, where are you going, Hans? Gretel's, god damn it. Where? We'll behave again. Mama. I will behave, Mom. Okay. Is Bye, it, Hans. Why doesn't she just give him something to give to Gretel Honestly, at this point? Honestly, I don't point? think he should be left alone. He, <laughs> Gretel, dump him. Anyways. Yes. Hey, Hans. Hey, Gretel. What did you bring me? Um, I didn't bring anything, but I want something given to me. And she's just like, damn, this guy's so needy. Like, what is with this? Just don't answer the door next time. Honestly, he sounds like a scrub. He is, though. Yeah. So she gives him a calf. He says goodbye. So he takes the calf and he puts it on his head and the calf kicks him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. Freaking Hans. Yeah. And so then he goes home, hey, mom. Hey, Hans. Where, where have you been? Been with Gretel. You didn't bring her anything. No, I didn't. I didn't bring her anything. But she gave, she gave me something. Why are you asking this? I know. <laughs> what did Gretel give you? Uh, a calf. Well, where's the calf, Hans? Uh, I, I had it on my head, but it uh kicked me in the face. Mm-hmm. That was stupid, Hans. Mm-hmm. That should have let the calf and put it in the stall. He's like, oh, well, next time I'll do that. I'm gonna next time. Next time I'm gonna do that. And remember, put put it in, put it in a stall. <sighs> and then he goes. Yeah. She's like, where are you going, Gretel's? Why does behave. she have, Stop asking, Mom. Right. And stop him... telling me to behave. Obviously, I have behaved. If he comes home, he comes home. If he doesn't, he's been he has he's been behaving just. Not in the way that he should. Let nature take its course. Yeah. If he doesn't come home. Seriously, I just want the dogs to eat him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Good Said morning. Hans. Oh. <laughs> You're acting. She's an actor, guys. No, that wasn't Hans. That was very much Marina Lopez. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so he goes to Gretel's house. Hey, Gretel. Hey, Hans. What'd you bring me? Um, I bring nothing, but I have something given. And I think Gretel at this point is just like, he is not taking the hint. What is she giving him? So she's like, I'll go with you. 
girl, why? And so he takes her. He's dumb. He just wait. <laughs> he takes Gretel and he ties her to a rope and leads her to the rack and binds her like really tight. And then he goes to his mother and he's like, hey, mom. Oh, my. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, Hans, where, where have you been? And he's like, with Gretel. What, what did you bring her? And uh, I didn't bring her anything. Well, what did she give you? She gave me nothing. She came with me. Well, wh- where is she? Where did you leave her? I led her by the rope and tied her up to the rack and uh, scattered some grass for her. Hans. And he's like that. She's like, you stupid, stupid, stupid Hans, you're Hans. never going to get married. You're never going to get married. You should have cast... And I quote, I quote this. Thou should have cast friendly eyes on her. He's like, damn... Messed up again. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Did he let her go? He goes into the stable. Oh, no. He cuts out the eyes of the calves and the sheep. Oh, my God. And he throws them in Gretel's face. (laughs) (laughs) And Gretel is pissed. (laughs) She's so mad. She tears herself away. And then she runs away. And that's how we lost his. That's how he lost his wife. So that's that's. So the way it's actually quoted in the, the book that I have, it says, Gretel became angry, tore herself loose, and ran away, and became the bride of Hans. Became the bride of Hans. Which I thought was like, after all this, she still married him. Right. <laughs> but I think that there's a weird translation there. Uh-huh. Because um, when I was looking it up online, mm-hmm. I was like, what does this mean? It actually is the exact opposite. He did, like So I think it means like, that's what became of the mm-hmm. bride of Hans. Like she was meant to be his bride. Yeah. But he lost her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was a very stupid Hans story. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And now we've got Clever Elsie. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait. How do you want to do this? Do you want to tell us Clever Elsie or do you, let's do, do you want let's us do to- Let's do you. Huh? Let's do you. Let's do one of yours. Okay, so we're doing like a back and forth thing? Let's do Clever Gretel, because my Gretel was not very clever. (sighs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So I actually, you know what? I actually have a thing. So I'm kind of connecting my two stories, and I'm comparing them to all the stories that I read before. Oh, so then you want me to go. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you Clever Gretel, and then we can go back, because this one is- No, you do your two, and then I'll do the last one. Okay. Because, okay, so we're sandwich. going into mine. Oh, sandwich time. We're do- you who wants a sandwich? <laughs> okay, let's do the did sandwich. Did Before I go on, did you, was there anything about Clever Hans that you wanted to say before we? Um, yeah, I forgot about the symbolism. So I was looking up like what. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the story of Clever Hans. Next one. No, continue. No, well, I just yes. thought, I mean, sometimes I feel like these stories, if we go like too deep into them, it's like. I mean, yes, they do mean something else, but then, like, they don't. It takes the joy yeah. away of just being like, "What the fuck is the story?" It's <laughs> because yeah. here's the thing: a lot of the things that she was giving him were just signs. Things. No, they weren't just things. Actually, Ooh. they were they were symbols of like what she is as a wife. Okay, because I got goats it. are actually. I didn't know this. Hmm. Goats are fertility. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> to be honest i think that goats are the least sexy animal like when like uh-huh. when you picture like i don't know somebody trying to seduce you in like their big mansion they don't really have goats they have like panthers or tigers or true or other exotic like snakes but those are all but predators. then they just have like <laughs> a goat with some i mean they're horny. I feel like, okay, I feel like in the examples you're talking about, those are all men and those are all predators that they have on display. Okay, a sexy seductress uh-huh. trying to seduce you uh-huh. in her mansion uh-huh. surrounded by goats. Are you turned on or not? I think the point is more than that. <laughs> it was like, I feel like the goats for, because this was in Germany. <laughs> Goats You're fine. This is just I feel like a You're just like argument. goats are not sexy. They're just not I agree sexy. with you. Okay. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not trying to say goats are sexy. <laughs> Have you seen goats lately? No kidding. What are you? I'm a goat. <laughs> Duh. Of course. Anyways. 
Okay, but I agree. Goats are not sexy, but I feel like the point isn't sexy. I think it's more uh, baby having abilities. If that makes sense? Because they're farm animals. They're raised yeah. to give babies to give meat. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And then the needle is... Uh, Sewing? It's like being able to mend. And there you fix go. And, mm-hmm. and then the bacon, I think, is be able to like... Because it's weird that it goes from like goat mm-hmm. to bacon to mm-hmm. calf. Mm-hmm. So from live animal, dead animal, live animal. You feel? Mm-hmm. Like it's weird. I mean, did she She had to cook the bacon. Like she had to prepare and cook the bacon. Yeah? I'm assuming. Because they mm-hmm. didn't... Did they have a butcher? They probably had a butcher. But I don't know. She had to prepare that, I guess. Yeah. Choose it. Yeah. And then like with the knife. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up the symbolism for knife, but I it was it's usually like mm-hmm. protection and like vengeance and stuff. So she will protect him. Mm-hmm. Stand by him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Stand Until by. he threw eyes at her (laughs) literally like he took everything so literally also mother you know your child he's dumb stop it yeah stop it there's a history of just parents thinking the exact opposite of their kids because they're just like they can't be that dumb like, he can't be that, like... Oh, wait till I tell you about Clever Elsie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. The Clever Hans. Clever I don't know Hans. why Clever Hans and Clever Elsie didn't get together. I want to I wanna see... I ship that. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, Clever Hans. Tell me about... Okay. Fecal beard. Fecal <laughs> What is okay. it? Um, King Thrushbeard. Thrushbeard. Yes. So I did Clever Gretel and King Thrushbeard. So my things, I definitely, I don't know. Like I had like a, I had like a whole night and a half to do this. So I was sitting here and I was just like, I came with a thesis statement <laughs> because I'm that much of a fucking nerd. Uh, so I was just like, okay, thesis statement. Um, after all the stories that I read so far and taking these two into consideration i was tired of reading about pious and good royalty i was just like shot. i need to take a shot for that take a shot for that i'm not taking a shot for that it's a shot it's a drink i'm gonna sip it she's gonna take a sip of an it's, alcoholic it's drink terrible terrible alcoholic drink it, yes um i was so tired of reading about the same type of princesses and i was just like i need to find something that's like i need to find other female characters that are different from that and after reading about these two ladies my thesis statement so far a working statement is that lower status women in the Grimm's fairy tales i guess what is that in the stories um are allowed to be flawed basically because clever gretel she is a working woman and king thrushbeard it's about oh my gosh it's so fucked um but king thrushbeard is trying to woo a woman who's basically being punished for roasting everyone to their face. What do you mean? Like, just like insulting like everybody? insulting everyone to their face, oh, and that's hilarious. And I'm going to read you the insults, because it's like... That sounds like me. It's a thing. Um, I think I'm Clever Gretel, though, because her story is just really funny. But anyways, I'll get into that in a second. Um, but yeah, both of the ladies, they both have... Fe- both of the stories, I should say, have female characters... Um, that are way different from the previous stories that I read. So, um, just some highlights from both stories. King Thrushbeard. It's it's technically about King Thrushbeard, but it's kind of like through his treatment of the king's daughter. She doesn't have a name, by the way. Um, she's the antagonist and the protagonist, kind of. You'll see when I read the story. Um, and she's punished for roasting all of her suitors. Wait, I'm confused. Don't worry about it. Is that his daughter that you're saying that he's trying to woo? No, no, no. It's another king's daughter. Oh, God. King Thrushbeard. I will explain it in the story. I just didn't want to go back to (laughs) where we have come from. No, not we're not talking about what's-her-face. That place of which the Grimm brothers went that we did not think they would go, but they did. They did. Uh, No, this is not, this is no, um, why am I not thinking the word right now? This is an incest. Incest. There we go. 
you said it. <laughs> this is not an incest story. Um, but basically, so this this other king's daughter, I'm so sad she doesn't have a name. Um, she's punished for roasting all of her suitors to their faces. Um, King Thrushbeard basically pranks her so hard and humiliates her in front of people. And then after that, she's worthy of his marriage. It's, I'm going to tell you, because I was, it's, a, it's an old story. Um, okay, so that, so that girl, she, she's being punished for having an opinion. Clever Gretel, she is a housemaiden. She's just a funny ass lady who um, tricks her way out of getting punished, which I think is really interesting. So I'm going to start with King Thrushbeard because that one's the longest one. Or should I start with Clever Gretel? Thrushbeard. I'm more, I'm very intrigued by this because Mm -hmm. I feel like there are parallels Mm -hmm. between this and my own life. Mm -hmm. I roast. Oh, wait. I, I, I roast real good. Old time roasts are... Pox upon your house. <laughs> no. Like, she's literally just like, you're too fat. You're too fat. You're too skinny. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. It's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, let me read the beginning. Because I took a picture of the beginning because there's no other way to start this story. So I'm just going to read this straight from the book and then we're going to go off book for the rest. So a king had a daughter who was beautiful beyond measure but so proud and overbearing that none of her suitors were good enough for her. She not only refused one after the other, but made a laughing stock of them. So basically, um, a girl who is the daughter of a king, doesn't specify what kingdom, doesn't matter. Um, basically, she thinks she's the shit and she hates everyone. She's just like, I'm too good for this guy and for this guy. No prince is good enough for me. So her dad sets up like this giant feast and he's just like, bitch, here are all the kings, all the princes, all the dukes, like all the way down to noblemen. Okay. And she comes out and she's just like, let me tell each and every one of you why you all suck. So she goes down the line and let me read this. So the princess was led, this is from the book specifically. So the princess was led in front of the rose, but she had a mocking epithet for each. One was too fat. What a tub, she said. Another too tall. Long and lean is ill to be seen, she said. Um, A third too short. Fat and short, not fit for court, she said. A fourth too pale. A regular death's head. A fifth too red-faced. A gamecock, she called him. The sixth was not well-made enough. Green wood ill-dried, she said. So everyone had a something against him, and she made especially merry over a good king who was very tall and whose chin was had grown a little peaked. Only look, she cried, laughing. He has a chin like a thrush's beak. And that was young, um, young <laughs> Thrushbeard. That was King Thrushbeard. Um, so... After all of this, basically her dad gets fed up and he's just like, hey, so since you think you're too good for any of the uh, rich guys in this kingdom, um, I'm just going to marry you off to the next peasant that comes to our door as punishment is what her dad says. Good. <laughs> she deserves I hope he's cute. that. So what happens is there's this guy who's just like singing and he's just like, hey, King, can I sing for you? And he's just like, yeah. And then he's just like, you're a good singer. Daughter, you're going to go off with the singing guy now. Bye. And so, <laughs> so she goes off with the singing guy. And the singing guy, um, the whole way, which is the whole way, he's just like, okay, let's let's go to my house. And she's just like, oh, crap. Okay, fine, I guess. So then they're going. And then he's just like, she's just like, who owns all of these like lush fields? And he's just like, oh, it's just King Thrushbeard. You know, you could have married him, but you didn't. And then she's just like, oh, I'm so sad. I should have married King Thrushbeard. But she's married to this guy now. Yes. So then the guy's just like, so then she's just like, oh, who owns all these beautiful trees? And he's just like, oh, King Thrushbeard. And she's like, oh, no, I should have married King Thrushbeard. And then he's just like, okay. I'm, so, I'm picking a, up a hint here. Right. You might not be into me. Right. And so he's just like, okay so this is the place and she's just like who owns this place and he's just like oh it's my house and yep. grouse yeah exactly she's just like oh crap i should have like married. sipping on her starbucks she's like yeah. this is grouse like, wary he's like i should have married king thrushbeard and he's just like well too bad you're married to me you better get 
cooking because we just we just traveled two days and she's just like oh i don't know how to cook and he's just like fine you're useless i'm gonna like help you cook so this happens for a couple days she's a terrible cook and he's just like look you can't just sit here and be pretty so you gotta work and she's just like i'm a princess basically no basically she's just like oh i don't know how to do anything and then so she goes off she actually tries she actually goes off to do stuff and then, like, she's bad at it. And then her husband's just like, you're terrible at everything. You're useless. Why does this sound like the plot to Overboard? <laughs> I don't know what Overboard is. But it's this the is... thing Brandon knows. <laughs> Brandon knows. He's shaking his head. It's, it's the the first one is the one with uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, who are married now. Uh-huh. But like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, And yes. then they just did the new one with Anna Faris and yeah. whoever that guy is. I have yeah. no idea who he is. Basically, he's a Spanish actor. Yeah, but I have no idea who he is. Hashtag non-sponsor. But anyway, so. <laughs> no. We don't need. We're not sponsored ever by anyone right now. Not yet. Right now is the keyword. But anyways. So she, so he's just like, you're bad at everything you do. Just, just take these pots, sell, just like sit in the local square and look pretty and people will give you money. And they did. She was actually good at just smiling to people and people were giving her money. Some of them were just giving her money and not even taking the pots that she was selling. So that was good until some random person decides to just break all the pots and she's just like, oh, husband, Someone came by and broke all the pots and he's just like, ah, oh, you suck. So <laughs> I, I went to the local, I went to the nearest kingdom and they're going to take you in as like a, as like a kitchen maid. You just go. I set up everything. They said you can bring home all the scraps. Just go, just go get out of my face, bring us some food. And so she goes, she's a kitchen maid. She does everything that they're, that they tell her to do. She's completely fine. She takes home, like, she has, like, they describe her as having, like, two pots on, like, like on her hips. To, all right. I was just like, that sounds really uncomfortable. So she's walking around doing all this housework with pots on her hips. And um, she takes home all the leftovers in the pots. So she comes home, brings home food. That happens for a little bit. Brings home, brings home to husband? To husband, yes. To husband. Um, brings home all the scraps from her new job. And so one day there's a feast happening. She's working at the feast. And of course she runs into King Thrushbeard. Of course. So King Thrushbeard is just like, Oh, I must dance with you. And she's just like, no, like I'm a lowly like peasant woman now. And last time I saw you, I made fun of you. And he's just like, I don't care. And then like, I don't like, it didn't really explain this very well, but somehow they get separated and, or he like, she turns around and then he's not there. And then some like, punk ass kid comes by and he spills like her pots on the ground in the middle of this crowded thing and then she's just like oh my god i'm so embarrassed and then she tries to run away but then king thrushbeard comes in and he's just like no 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 don't run away and she's just like why i'm freaking humiliated like i was a princess and now i'm here and then all my stuff just fell on the ground and i'm so embarrassed and he's just like you know what that doesn't matter because i was the guy that spilled the stuff in your pots and i'm actually your husband and uh, I was trying to teach you a lesson and bring you down a couple pegs. Wait, yeah. the musician? Yeah, the musician oh was. Oh my god, plot twist! I'm oh spiking so hard. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I did not see that coming. So basically, he's just like, "Oh yeah, it was me the whole time. I just wanted to embarrass you and humiliate you and make you feel like you're not the shit. So now we can get married." This is exactly <laughs> overboard. What the fuck? So then he's just like, now I'm married. And she's just like, oh, I'm a princess again. (laughs) And that's King Tushbeard. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was highly (laughs) satisfied with that story. I I was reading it and I was just like, really? (laughs) Is that what happens? That's what happens. That's what happens. I'm so sorry, Brandon. I spiked. (laughs) Okay. So this one was interesting because... This is a lady who, okay, so the whole time she's, she's, okay, my problem is that he has to make her feel like, like, he has to bring down her confidence for her to be deemed worthy of marriage. That's the thing that I have a problem with. I'm just like, did you have to go through the whole thing, pretend to be poor, then fake marry her, make her live in squalor, tell her she was terrible at every job she did, just so that she had some humility i like you could have talked to her as a person find out why she's making fun of everyone she has problems too anyways 
Um, that's the thing that I had a problem with. Um, but it was interesting because it's it kind of goes through the same kind of like back to nature thing that I was talking about last week where she had to leave the comfort like something like had to happen like something traumatic like her dad had to literally sell her off for her to go into nature and live in squalor for her to I guess be baptized as a worthy and good woman again if that makes sense you see what I'm saying Mm -hmm. okay so that's why I chose this story in contrast to the other princesses who were good the whole time she had to be bad first and then like brought down to be good mm-hmm. that's why i chose king Thrushbeard as the first story that i did um mm. so her character was really interesting um the next one is just this one's just a fun one um that also featured a female clever gretel um i'm definitely clever gretel through and through um, let me tell you. I just want to say What's after up? having heard the story of King Thrushbeard. Yeah. Um, it, there is, remember how I was saying like, oh my God, this is probably like my life. Um, that was nothing like my life. <laughs> I'm glad. I just want to clarify. <laughs> I, I thought glad. that she would be a lot funnier and snarkier. No. And Mm-mm. then like, it was kind of like a, a taming of the shrew situation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. No, she was a, no, she was just a confident lady who had different standards and all the men, by the way, she emasculated all those guys by making fun of them and they fucking punished her. Anyways, I was so mad. I was just like, are they really going to do all this to her because she called someone ugly? Yes. Is the answer to that. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that doesn't reflect your life. Cause that freaking sucks. I really want to see what this thresh beard is though. I do, like, I should have looked it this sounds, up, but I didn't. It sounds pretty sexy. <laughs> a thresh beard. Why does it, I feel like it's like a cleft. What chin. if, what if a thresh beard is like the little like goatee from <laughs> on a goat? <laughs> I mean, thus making goat sexy. She has. Oh, circling back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thrush beard. It's oh, also thrush beard. It sounds oddly sec- like thrush beard. Thrush beard. Because <laughs> it's like a goat. Thrush. Gross. I couldn't talk. I couldn't say the word gross for a second. Uh, so gross. gross. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, that was King Thrush Beard. I think Brandon might be looking up what a thrush beard is. Oh yeah, a thrush is like is a he? bird. A thrush beak. Thrush's beak is what they said in the story. I don't know what that means. While Brandon's looking that up, Clever Gretel. This story was literally like three paragraphs long, um, but it was really funny. So oh, it was super short. It was really short. Like Clever Gretel was. Oh, um, King Thrushbeard so was like two I'd, and a half. In pages. my head, I thought that we were talking about Thrushbeard. No, Thrushbeard was an actual like story. Story. I was about to say, how are we gonna fit all that? In <laughs> no. Three paragraphs. No, 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 no. So. Clever Gretel, she is a servant woman. She's kind of just like like middle class home servant woman. And she she's, you know, like she cooks food. She cooks her own food for herself and her master. So when she cooks for herself, she eats like her fill of her own food and she's just like, Yeah, I deserve this today. I made this. I can eat all of this. And Good. she and she does. See, right? So she does what she wants. She's like, okay. Um, and she's basically just like a down-to-earth lady who does what she's told and so she's just like okay i ate everything i could um everything's awesome her master comes in and he's just like hey i have a guest coming i read this one yeah i love this one yeah i know this one she is clever as fuck i like it i like it a lot Uh, i spiked so damn hard (laughs) marina i need (laughs) can you hear me from here how well very well. You, yeah. I'll just yell. She's an actor. She projects. I um, so any, <laughs> anyways. Um, so her master's is like, hey, we have a guest coming. Can you cook two birds? So, two fowls. I love the story. Sorry. It's so fun. So she's just like, yeah, of course. I'll cook you two birds. No problem. I can do it in my sleep. So she cooks the two birds. They're, they look and smell amazing, apparently, because um, she's just like, hey, you know, if your guest doesn't come, then I'm just going to eat these or like we can eat them, whatever. 
but you know, your guest isn't here and they're almost done. And he's just like, Oh, you know, don't even worry about it. I'm going to go get my guest. It's fine. So then he goes off to get his guest and she's um, finishing off the fowls and the fowls, they smell so good. She's just like, this is a lot of work. I'm just going to go. I'm, I'm thirsty. So then she goes downstairs. She drinks, I think it's like a cup of wine or something. She drinks something. Um, she, she gets like a giant like cup of it, drinks it down, comes back. I'm just like, okay, now I'm hungry. And she looks out the window, master isn't back. So she's just like, I mean, if I just eat one wing, it should be fine. So she it's eats. Like, it's also like she says, like, it should be like even mm. fresh. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's the best when it's fresh. Like it needs to be eaten fresh. Exactly. Yeah. So, so she eats the wing and then she looks out the window and is like, oh, I'm still not here. It would look weird if it only had one wing. So she eats the other wing and then she looks out again and she's just like, it might be burning. Like it, like it looks like it might be burning. So she eats just the whole, just, she eats one whole fowl. Right. And she's just like, okay, okay. So my master isn't here yet. They probably say it at an inn. Like, they, like he's not coming back anytime soon. I don't see them over the horizon. Um, he might, you know what? He probably stayed at an inn. He's probably eating some, like, inn food made by someone else. So then she eats. She starts eating the second fowl. And she's halfway through the second fowl when her master comes in. And he's just like, oh, my gosh, you better have the table set because my guest is coming up, like, around the corner. And she's just like, Fuck. Okay, so then she, so he notices that the table isn't set, and he takes the carving knife, and instead of, and this is the part that I kind of was a little bit confused about, so he starts sharpening it, not on the sharpening stone, which I guess was, like, a clue to her that, like, he means, like, business or whatever, so he starts sharpening the carving knife on, like, the stone or something, like, in the front doorway or something, and she's just like, crap, he's gonna cut off my ears, Cause he knows that the table isn't set. So then she's just like, okay, what do I do? I can't show up with no food. He's obviously mad. And she looks out the window and she sees the guest come up and the guest hears his friend sharpening a knife vigorously. And he gets freaked out and he starts running away without coming in. So the master doesn't know that his friend is running away from this the house. This is so weird. This is mm. in my slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me finish, and then we can talk about the differences. Yeah. So so the guy's already running away, and she's just like, perfect. I have an idea. So then she goes down to her master, and she's just like, oh, no. Guess what? Your friend totally came in, and then he like he took both of the fowls. And then her, then her master's just like, oh, crap. He could have left us one at least. So then he runs after his friend holding the knife, and he's just like, at least let us have one. And then the guy runs faster because he thinks that his friend is going to cut off his ear. And then they just run off into the sunset. And Clever Gretel's just like, took care of that. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, She talked in the version Mm. that I read. um, She talks to the guest. Yeah, and this one she doesn't. She literally just sees him and then he runs away and then she's just like, bye. No, like she, where is it? Mm. Let me see. Because we have two different versions. Yeah. Of the whole book, actually. Yeah. Because I think we also, what was it? When, um, when we, when I was talking about the frog prince, I think yours was like titled differently. It's like slightly different. Yeah. I think it was like the frog king or something. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the guest like came and he knocks politely on the house door and like she greets him Mm -hmm. and she's like, you got to get away as quickly as you can because if my match master catches you, like Mm -hmm. it's going to be the worst for you. Like he asked you here for for dinner but his intention was to cut off your two ears yeah this she tells one, him that yeah this one she doesn't she like he he hears the what is it the sharpening and then he's just like that's not good and then he like runs away in mine yeah yeah so that was like the main difference mm-hmm. with that one and then she like tells him yeah which is interesting else was was pretty much the same yeah but I thought that one was funny, and I really liked it. But at the same time, we see another female character, going back to what I was saying at the beginning, um, that women of lower status are allowed to be flawed. So basically, she lies to her master, which I thought was interesting, because she doesn't get punished for it. It's actually just like a funny fucking story. Um, meanwhile, I thought it was interesting that she wasn't punished or anything. Like it, Like, she was just... The way that she was set up was, well, her name is 
in the story is just like clever Gretel. So it's like, she's even being praised or like, it's a, it's a funny thing that she, um, that she lied to get out of this. Um, I do want to note that in Cinderella, um, the version that I read, um, both of the evil stepsisters were condemned and had their eyes pecked out for being false. So she was false to her master's face. And she, it's just a funny story because she's a poor woman. She doesn't have to, she isn't held up to the same standards as a royal person. Meanwhile, um, the stepsisters in Cinderella, they lie to Cinderella. They're, they're just mean people. And then she gets, what is it? They get their eyes pecked out. I thought that was interesting. Um, I think a very, very common theme mm-hmm. within all grim fairy tales is deception. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have yet to read a story mm-hmm. without some sort of deception. Oh yeah, no, that's true. There's I mean, no, that's that's a source of conflict. It's the easiest it's a cheap way. Source of conflict. It's the easiest Get a better way. Conflict. Also, I do want to remind everyone that all of these stories were just told by common people, and the Grimm's brothers just wrote them down. So everybody lies. Every, what you're saying. Everybody lies, and it's the easiest way to tell a story. Y'all like the liar, easiest. And y'all are a liar. You false. You false. <laughs> you lie. But. I'm not calling you a truther. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think it's interesting, like, how they treat, how um, in Clever Gretel, she just lies to her master's face. It's a funny thing. Um, princesses, on the other hand, they have, like, they have to be good. Because I would also argue that, um, what is it? That the king's daughter in King Thrushbeard, she's hilarious. <laughs> I think she, I think... She was just being confident. Like, she was outwardly confident. She wasn't just um, compliant to what everyone else was doing. She didn't just let her... her, Well, actually, she kind of did just let her dad sell her for whatever. Anyways, that's a whole nother thing. Um, But, like, she she had some sort of personality, basically, and she was condemned for it. And then, like, the whole story is her being punished for having a personality. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I'm not ready. Um... But yeah, but all the other princesses, like they, like they, they have to be pious and good for them to be rewarded with marriage, and they always marry a rich guy. Gretel, she was just being funny. She lied to her thing, and like she was eating. I'm repeating things, uh, so I think you get the point. Anyways, yeah. So I wanted to compare these two female characters to the other princesses because I was tired of reading about pious and good women who had to go through nature to fucking <laughs> fucking get married. I was just like, can you, can we hear about someone else, please? So anyways, I was happy with the two stories I read. So that was uh, Clever Gretel and King Thrushbeard. <laughs> and Rena's laughing at my pain. No, I like... What I did is I hit my knee uh-huh. with my phone and it hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. And it was just that, like growing pain. Oh, God. And we stared into each other's eyes as it happened. Oh, my God. So Marina wasn't listening to a thing I said. I was focusing. <laughs> on the pain in her knee. So Trying continue. to focus on not focusing on that. <laughs> Don't hit your knee with your phone number one rule uh-huh that's what i learned today <laughs> that's the moral of today that's the moral of our story anyways that's just that's just what i took from my two stories and like i don't know i was happy that i read about someone different from fucking cinderella and the frog prince and the maiden without hands who are all pious and good women uh mine isn't mine's just it's just stupid okay well i'm ready all right, so this is Clever Elsie, and I have to say the illustration they have of her is not flattering whatsoever. Oh, no. Anyways, it starts off like there was this dude. He had a daughter named, who they called Clever Elsie. When she grew up, they're like, we're going to get her married, and, like, if only somebody would have her, which is kind of, like, a low thing to say, I feel. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and finally, like, this guy comes along, and they're like, he kind of wooed her. Oh, I forgot. His name is Hans. <laughs> oh, I just thought that was funny, too. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that his name is Hans. Um, mm-hmm. So, anyways. But he, like, he was, he was like, I don't think, I don't think Elsie's that, that smart. I don't think she's that wise. Oh, no. And they're like, oh, oh, no, she's, she's smart. They're like, yeah, no, she can, uh, she can see the wind. 
uh, as it comes up the street mm-hmm. and hear, hear it when the flies cough. Flies don't cough. <laughs> I don't think that's how flies work. I, they don't. Mm-mm. Anyways, and he's like, well, if she's really not that smart, I'm not going to have her. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. She's, she's super smart. Mm-hmm. So they're at, um, they're sitting to, at dinner and they're like, Elsie, go into the cellar and get some beer. And she, so she, uh, clever Elsie, takes the pitcher from the wall and she goes into the cellar and she taps it briskly. And mm-hmm. so that, um, I don't know, they talk about her tapping the lid br- uh, briskly so the time wouldn't seem like it was taking so, so long. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then she like they like say that she does these things that like, they, that are seemingly smart. You know, like she grabs a chair so that she won't hurt her back as she like gets the beer. It's just a bunch of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so um and as she's like getting the beer out of the barrel, she notices that there's a pickaxe above it and she starts crying because she's like if I if like Hans and I get together and we have a child and he gets big enough and we send him down here to the cellar to draw beer. The pickaxe is going to fall on him and it's going to hit him in the head and kill him. Mm-hmm. Like she just has this like really lengthy detailed idea that her kid's going to die okay. because of the situation. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, girl, you're really sweating over nothing. Mm-hmm. And so she's like sitting there screaming and crying like they say she wept and she screamed over this Uh, and it's like with all the strength of her body over the misfortune which lay before her it hasn't happened okay we don't need to freak out take the pick off axe off the wall are they implying that she's psychic like i don't know oh no but anyways everybody is, uh, is still upstairs waiting for this beer and they're just kind of like where's where's elsie mm-hmm. and so um they tell us the servant they're like go down to the the cellar and see what's happening with elsie and so the maid goes down and she's like why are you crying elsie tells her about like if she has a kid with hans the kid's gonna like grow up and get bigger and then he's gonna come down mm-hmm. to the get some beer and the pickaxe is gonna fall on his head and kill him mm-hmm. and the maid's like oh my god you're right <laughs> And she mm-hmm. starts she starts crying and screaming. And so then they're just waiting and these women are downstairs crying and screaming. And when the uh, maid doesn't come back, they tell the boy, like their little boy servant, they're like, yo, go see what's happening with them. And he goes down and Elsie tells him what's happening and he's like, Oh my god, that's terrible. Oh my god. And oh he starts crying. God. And he's crying and screaming down there. And so, um, <laughs> when that didn't happen, like, the, her mother goes down and is like, why are you all crying down here? And they're like, because Elsie said that, <laughs> you know, she tell, they tell the whole spiel. And she's like, oh my God, my sweet Elsie. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> and she starts crying too. And oh she's flailing on the floor. Uh, yeah. Then <laughs> the father's like, where is see what's happening Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) he goes down same stitch dad starts crying he's like and then hans is up there Mm -hmm. he's just kind of like waiting and at some point he's like well they must be waiting down there for me like (laughs) like they have to be down there waiting for me Mm -hmm. so he goes down and he sees everybody is like crying and he's like why are they crying and she tells him she's like if we get married and we have a son and he comes down here to get beer when he's all grown and big the pickaxe is gonna fall on his face and he will die and he's like damn elsie you clever Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so they get married because somehow this proved that she was clever so she did all okay never mind continue before i say anything yeah he's like it's just like he's like you know you're more understanding than that is like not needed for my household as thou art such a clever elsie mm-hmm. i will have thee and he seizes her hand and he takes her upstairs and they were married and by that i mean like they fucked like that's what like he went and took her upstairs and he married her mm-hmm. with with his dong mm-hmm. anyways um, so they're back at their, at his house. Oh, it keeps going. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. He, 
Spencer, mm. he's like, hey, honey, I'm going to go out and work and earn some money. Um, but you need to go into the field and cut some corn so that we can have some bread. She's like, yeah, yeah, Hans, I'll do that. Yeah. And so he goes and she cooks herself some broth and takes it into the field with her. And she's like, ooh, what, what should I do first? Do I, do I eat my broth or, or do I cut the, do I cut the corn? And she's like, oh, I'll eat first. And then she eats and she, she finishes her soup mm-hmm. and she's like, okay, well, what do I do now? Like, do I shear the, the corn first or, or do I sleep first? Oh, I'll, I'll sleep first. Mm-hmm. So she falls asleep in the corn and she sleeps there all day. And so Hans like comes back home and he like, he's at home and he's waiting. He's like, well, where's Elsie? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know, she's so smart. She's probably still like cutting away at that corn. Look at mm-hmm. her. She's like, she didn't even come home to eat. She's so industrious. Anyways, and so then he, like, once the evening comes, he's, it's, he's like, well, she's been out there for a really long time. And, and then he goes outside. He's like, nothing's been cut. And then he sees that she was lying in the corn asleep. And he's so mad. He's like, damn, she's not that smart. Mm-hmm. And so he, like, goes back home and he grabs um, a fowler's net, which is, like, for birds. And so he grabs that and he puts it, he goes back out to the corn puts the net with the bells around her ear or around her neck and um and then and she's still sleeping and then he goes home and he shuts the door and he sits down in his chair mm-hmm. and he works and so finally when like Elsie wakes up she's jingling mm-hmm. and she's just like just picturing it like a cat oh who has God. like something like stuck to its head and it's like kind of like it can like sense it and see it mm-hmm. but it keeps like turning its head like super fast mm-hmm. like in those viral videos oh, I watch God. a lot of those anyways and so she like she gets up mm-hmm. and she's just like she's really scared that she like hears these bells that, to the point where she's like am I Elsie or am I someone else oh, she's dumb yeah and so then she, like, stands up, and she's like, I'll go home, and, and I'll ask if I am who I am. Or if I'm not, I, 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 they'll, they'll know. So she goes to her own house, and but it's shut because he locked the doors. And she knocks on the window, and she's like, Hans, is Elsie within? Hans oh. goes, yeah, she's within. She's here. And then she's like, crap, I'm not Elsie. And so she goes to another door. But when people hear her jingling the bells, they're like, who the fuck is this? Like, I'm not opening the door. Who's jingling these bells? Mm -hmm. And so then she ran out of the village and no one saw her since. That's how that ends. Right? Right? Okay. 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 So... Why did he think she was clever? Because I thought... He thought that she was clever because... She was, like, the smartest of all the idiots that she lived with because she was getting her way out of fucking pouring the beer by making up this story about a child that she hasn't had yet. That's a lot of work to, like, yeah. not pour some beer. But here's the thing, though. I would understand if that's why he thought that she was clever because she tricked, she tricked everyone well, she tricked everyone. She told a, I don't a think sad she tricked story. Them. I don't think she tricked. I think she just. They're all just dumb. So anyway, yeah. so then, so how did the, so how did he think that she was smart? Because in that, comparison to everybody else, but that whole thing is shot because she she tricked her way out of work when he met her, and then he tells her to do work and she doesn't do it. Why doesn't he? Why isn't he smart enough or clever enough? I should say to think. If she clevered her way out of doing work the time that I met her, why should I trust her to do work when I tell her to work? Because she's so clever, she's going to get out of it somehow. I'm very... They're all dumb. Sorry. Confused (laughs) about why she would question her own identity. Because she's dumb. Who am I? She's dumb. Yeah. 
she's dumb. Is this whole story just being like she's not she's dumb? Is that the whole yeah. story? The whole story is that she's dumb. Pretty much. <laughs> oh my god. Both of these stories that I read were mm-hmm. labeled clever. Ironically. Yeah. Which is funny because mine she was from the same clever. two people from the same. But they're all like flawed, and they yeah. also come to their own like they're all dumb. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's a lie. This these are actually really these are really interesting to think about in like a modern time mindset. Yeah. Did that sentence make sense? I think it did. Yeah. But it's yeah. really funny. I mean, back in those days, these stories were cautionary tales. It's too early for this. I'm glad we're. Dr- I'm glad I'm drinking right now, <laughs> listening to these things. So I'm just like, all these people are dumb as shit. Yes, but you know I can't fault them. This is what like the 18th since 18th 19th century. It's really old timey. 18th century. No, it would be 19th because it would be 1800s. 1800s yeah, so it's the 19th century <laughs> people mindset that's it's so it's so interesting Which honestly i feel like isn't that different from mm. 18th century mindset it's not it's not i mean they might have a few like more inventions but people are still the same yeah 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 but that's so interesting that is so interesting and like you were saying overboard is similar to one of the stories that i read and like what is it the frog princess the prince the princess and the frog the disney one that came out is similar to one that i read like but that weeks one ago. was a direct homage yeah but i think it's interesting because these stories still live on in current days even though the original ones are dumb sorry <laughs> but yeah <laughs> i think it's so interesting which is why we have the podcast again this is a pick your boys no. <laughs> uh, and introduction and, and introduction uh, again <laughs> I've introduced the podcast four times now. Wait, what is this again? Pick your poison. Oh, oh, I'm on the wrong one. Where we talk about nothing. I leave. <laughs> Where we sit here and not talk about stories. Where we do, and where Jillian does more research than Marina. You know, this isn't even research. That was just me out of my brain. Good. Okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, fine. I like read both the stories, and I was just like, wait. And it was just like a brain blast moment, and I was just like, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna write an essay, which, by the way, didn't go into as much detail as uh, I planned on doing. That's fine. It's on, good with your research. Yeah, with my with uh, I almost with, prefer it with my presentation. No, seriously, like it was like because you were in shorts and it was like really funny. And I'm just like, I'm not gonna bring this whole thing down by do, by reading everything that I wrote down. Okay, good. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You edit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> just like in real life, you're welcome, Brandon. No, I'm kidding. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Brandon. You're welcome. <laughs> Spike. By the way, Brandon's like our parent. <laughs> when we meet seriously up. i couldn't open the alcohol and i was like huh, brandon he opened marina's alcohol i sat there eating a cinnamon roll while he was soundproofing the room i know <laughs> so. he's like where are the candles and i gave him that like snarky because it's your house like oh you, you know where candles? the candles how dare you not know where the candles are <laughs> brandon oh you need like... me to get the candles for you <laughs> i'm here God. staring at jillian eat a cinnamon roll <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot I have those. Eat a cinnamon roll. I intended fully on going and getting bagels. No, you're fine. Why are you... We didn't even... I'm addicted to them. She's addicted. If you remember last week, she ate a whole tub of strawberry cream cheese. But I still have the one from last week. Oh my god, she's going to eat another tub of cream cheese. No, I tried doing that. I I don't think I'm ever going to get to that point of high again. Good. It's probably not good. No. All right. <laughs> well, this has been Pick Your Poison. I don't know if we've said that enough. Mm, um, we're coming think... to you out of San Francisco, California. Yes. And Sunset we're both, District. We're both over the age of 21. Mentally, not so much. Mentally, we're like... 12. I mean, I was going to say 16, but... I Like, for the first time in a long time... Uh-huh. Actually, the first time probably in my life... Where I haven't had any sort of familiarity with, like, a waitress or, like, anybody. I haven't been carded the last two times that I've purchased alcohol. Yeah, it was really weird. So, I, like, when I went to lunch or dinner, I mean, with that, mm. with that AD. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it was because I was with her. 
but she and like she didn't card me the girl didn't card the waitress didn't card me yeah i mean um, they assume if you're having a business dinner that you're older but it didn't look like a business dinner i think it didn't i don't know i i mean i dress i realize what my style vibe is what i dress like a like a 12 year old boy or a te- like a, not a 12 year old teenage boy i dress like a teenage boy from the 80s living in Mil- milwaukee you do you do that's accurate yeah i'm not that's r- actually accurate <laughs> scarily accurate accurate yeah especially with that jacket that i bought when we were all shopping in the mission the one that right? has like oh my god it's like teal and then it has like the, the like forget, like tribal print or whatever yeah. it's it's very oh milwaukee i feel gosh yeah no it's accurate sneakers socks mm-hmm. glasses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. short hair cheery disposition beanies like it's beanies. like it's uh, 50 degrees outside yeah what were we even talking about i don't know we were talking about <laughs> getting carded and oh yeah oh. you're talking about the lady but yeah yeah i haven't been carded. anyways drink responsibly yes and over the age of 21 over the age of 21 mm-hmm. in the state of california yeah well in america oh yeah is it never mind in other countries it's different <laughs> um but like i said mm-hmm. unless you have like free form parents that let you have a sip of wine at dinner mm-hmm. listen to us during dinner yeah but you know be responsible when drinking and and don't forget to live happily, happily hungover over after. after be sure to follow us on instagram pyp podcast and facebook pick your poison with marina lopez and jillian patterson our intro was composed by aaron abrams Our cover art was illustrated by Anthony Cabazone.